Hello, <clears throat> ah, I'm live and ready to thumbs up. Well, uh, I'll just wait a minute while a couple of you roll in. Oh, five of you already. Okay, I guess we can start. For once I'm on time. Now, um, as the title of this thing uh, says, this is going to be about women and dating in the apocalypse. Now, the reason for that is because, funnily enough, just today, um, you know, it happens relatively regularly, but today I got two, two emails. One uh, from a guy who had been, you know, having a conversation with by email for quite a while, several months, maybe a year. And another guy who is, um, is also been, you know, following the channel and my blog and whatever for a while. I'm not sure, probably a couple of years. But um, um, more, uh, you know, I haven't haven't communicated with him by email as much. Anyway, first guy, um, you know, he's gone full sede. He he was. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to give too many details, but basically, he was in a location where didn't have any sede priests anywhere near him. But um, I put him in touch with a proper Sede priest. He did all his catechism, um, you know, via online classes, like Zoom classes, personal Zoom classes. And, um, oh, people are dropping in and off. Let me know if the, before I continue with the story, let, just tell me if the sound is okay and if you can see me all right. Hello, Caleb and Backstabah. Um, four thumbs up. Cool. Yeah, just also so that way I see a lag, you know. Um, just assume you have to do it rather than anybody else, so that when I ask for a, a quick sound check, you, however long it takes you guys to let me know, then I know if there's a lag as well. Rural internet has been pretty decent of late, but we've had some some weirdness over the last couple of days. So just okay, back to four and four. Anyway. Quick recap then, yeah, the reason I'm doing it on uh, women and dating in the apocalypse is because, oh good, thank you Backstab, is because uh, I've had these two emails, one from a guy I've been communicating for a while who went full sede, he did all the catechism, uh, you know, via Zoom class direct, and hi AE, yes, yes I'm back, the uh, Rumors of my death are greatly exaggerated, being as I am the Gurgen, and I will keep coming back. So um, this guy went full sede, got uh, baptized and everything, uh, went back to his area, let's say, and um, he met a girl that he really liked. And, you know, he, he, he wasn't asking me for, you know, pick apart his advice. He just generally, you know, it's a relatively young guy. I've got like some 20 or 30 years experience on him, so... You know, he was just saying, what do you think I should do? How should I play this? And he was, he's very hardcore, uh, proper Catholic. So he was like, I don't want to have sex before marriage and all that. And I gave him my usual advice, which is the advice I'm going to give you is nothing that a priest will agree to. Is nothing that a hardcore, proper Catholic will agree to. They'll all say that I'm telling you to sin and whatever. And I told him, so, you know, take my advice for what it's worth. You can ignore it if you want. It's up to you. What I'm telling you is what I know from my personal life experience. And um, the difference is 
you know, there are different types of Catholics. There are martyrs, which I would put monks, priests in that category, because these are people that are sacrificing huge amounts of their life. You know, they're sacrificing the, the idea of having a family and so on in order to do spiritual warfare. And these are also people that are uh, at least nominally willing to die not to break the the um, the confessional sacrament the, the seal of confessional so they they would rather be put to death than um, um, you know break the confessional seal they would rather be put to death other than innocence um, you know they will break unjust human laws in order to provide um, oh, I think this might be yes we'll get to that my uh, my chic way of dressing um, so these are martyrs and then there are what I would classify as soldiers and warriors now soldiers are really a subset of any other job so you could be a soldier and you're not necessarily a warrior you could also be a, a blacksmith uh, you know a baker a bricklayer it doesn't matter you, you're a useful human being who's doing a task who's doing a job but warriors are slightly different class and there's different types of warriors as well. So there are very devout warriors that are few and far between. They're very rare. They're a very good mix between martyr and, and fighter, but they tend to lean more towards the martyr. Um, I am not one of those. Uh, I'm sort of lower rung warrior echelon because I was kind of like, you know, the, the, the quick way to explain it is like I was like a mercenary fighting in the you know in the wars hiding out to whoever fighting for bad guys fighting for good guys doesn't matter just so as long as i got a sword and i'm lopping heads i was happy um you know making money that way spending it like kind of like a mercenary you know make loads of money blow it yeah whatever i'm having a cool life um and i might die tomorrow and then all of a sudden i have my road to damascus moment and i'm catholic but all that experience of you know decades of living like a mercenary doesn't just disappear so I'm a mercenary that's now got, you know, the Crusader's cross painted on him. But I know very well how to win in the world of things, in the worldly ways. Now, that is a lower Eklund rung, right? If you're a monk that's praying in the desert, you know, to, to fight demons with prayer, that is a higher level of human being. However, on this planet, we also need guys that, you know, clean out the latrines. That's just how it is and I come from that rung of class so my advice to him was look women are pretty simple creatures despite the fact that they're very complicated compared to men and the logic that you apply as a man doesn't apply to women so you know if, if you're gonna meet some girl in a secular environment that is used to the secular world and you're gonna say to her no sex before marriage because I'm a good Catholic boy and uh, we'll just court for a year or two and then we'll get engaged and then we'll get married and then we'll have sex on our wedding night where are you going to find that today i don't know maybe you know an ex-nun that decided it wasn't for her maybe some really strict upbringing but because of the zeitgeist of the planet generally speaking people of that nature I, I, i'm not saying it doesn't exist i'm not saying you can't find that I'm just saying it's extremely rare and extremely difficult to get. So on a practical sense, and given that this girl was a secular girl, you know, she didn't have any sort of Catholic background, I advised him, as I generally do, young guys, like, look, first, make sure that she's the right type of woman. You know, 
there's a lot of potential there. There's always potential, but don't get fooled by potential. I've made that mistake many a time. Oh, she's pretty. Oh, she's hot. Oh, she's sexy. Oh, she's good in bed. Yeah, great. What would she be like as a mother? What would she be like as a wife when, you know, the shit really has hit the fan? It is now the zombie apocalypse. And we'll come to that. Um, because the things I'm going to be talking about in a little bit, are just my latest book. There you go. Yes. Yes, you, you might um, possibly recognize a very handsome, handsome man in the, on the cover there. I mean, you might just uh, be able to recognize certain features of this very sexy man. Very, I mean, there he is. Anyway, keep this little book, game book, in mind. Yes, it is a book. That's what you Google. You know, to find it on Amazon. You put that in. But uh, we'll come back to that, because in the zombie apocalypse, and of course, of course, I'm just referring to fictional stuff, right? Fictional stuff, because uh, the current zombie apocalypse is a role-playing game of nothing to do with the real world we live in, you know? We, we wouldn't want to be accused of doing fake news or anything. Uh, by the way, it's got nice color images on the inside, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, the things I'll be talking about in a little bit will be relating, of course, to the game. That will have nothing to do with the dystopic reality. Oh, sorry, getting confused. You know, it'll all be about the dystopic um, fictional reality that's in this book um, and nothing to do with the dystopic reality we're all living to. Of course, of course not. Wouldn't do, wouldn't do. Wouldn't be able to publish that sort of thing. Um, those of you that have got an IQ over about 100, figure this out. Um, Caleb says, no one is focused on the guy on the cover. Yes, there might be some distracting elements, but uh, that's why I just thought I'd featured it out very handsomely. There might be a woman occasionally that wants to play a role-playing game. You know, there might be just one or two. I don't know. Hello, Chad. Like your new little uh, avatar. So, getting back to, to this guy, and I told him, look, the way it works with, in the secular world, you're a good Catholic boy, well, get used to the fact that you're going to have to have sex before marriage, bang the hell out of her, make her have orgasms like she's never had before, know what you're doing, you know, work, work her properly. By the time she's had enough orgasms to, like, you know, if once she's had enough, then she'll be in love, because... While, you know, we get accused, you know, that men think with their dick, uh, the reality is that women think with their hormones. In other words, logic doesn't apply as far as women are concerned. In the vast majority of cases, they're led by their hormones. And if you have great sexual chemistry with them, that releases a whole bunch of hormones that will make her think that she is in love with you. Whether she is or isn't is arguable. Uh, and you can say that love is just a chemical thing. I think there's more to it than that. But generally speaking, I think if you have the physical affinity, um, you can shape that into proper love as long as the underlying personality is, um, um, is solid, is sound. So, you know, while it's possible, it is very possible to, well, when I say very possible, for certain people, certain men that have had a lot of experience with a lot of women, maybe, 
it is possible to convert a even slutty, super sacrilegious, let's say, woman into a good church-going, homemaking Catholic wife. It is possible. But I don't advise you to take the hardest road, you know. Try and pick a good girl with some half-decent morals. There's not going to be one with really, really great morals, most likely, unless you're really lucky or you're in the right place or whatever. Because we're all corrupt. We've all been corrupted by the zeitgeist of the planet. So, <clears throat> and I advise him, look, just bang the hell out of her and then the rest will follow. And um, I didn't hear him for many months and I got an email today that basically said, well, your advice worked. And, you know, this guy, I've got to take my hat off to him. And it's not that cold, so I'll take my hat off to him. Because he was completely celibate for months, uh, which I, you know, I, I, like I said, take my hat off to him. Um, but then he's like, look, I'm, I'm human, I'm a man, I'm, you know, I'm flawed. <laughs> and he basically told her, okay, you know, I think I'd like to go to bed with you. Which was initially, they'd, they'd broken up because he told her, look, no sex before marriage. And, you know, she was like, no. Uh, you know, that's not for me sort of thing. So then he said, okay, well, we can have sex. And then it was like, ah, but we're not dating sort of thing. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And obviously he did uh, the right thing in bed. Sure enough, then they became dating. And then he's like, look, you know, if you want to be with me, this is how it's going to be. And you've got to become Catholic and you've got to like understand what that's about. It might take time. It'll take a couple of years maybe for you to really learn everything. But she's like now on board with it. So this guy went from like, I cannot touch a girl because it's sinful to heading towards marriage. Following my bad Catholic, sinful, bad, bad way of doing things. So that's one little thing. But, and then I got another email by another guy that was asking me similar sort of questions as this guy had asked me months before. And that's why I decided to do this because the second guy, he's, um, you know, he's basically said, look, I found a decent novice order type Catholic girl. But, um, you know, I am, I'm, I'm of course, referring to uh, the, the game, Zombie Apocalypse game. And, you know, in this Zombie Apocalypse, I've got to talk about this a little bit because it refers to what I'm talking about, which is women and dating in the Zombie Apocalypse, which is, you know, where we are. Fictionally, right? And one of the questions that I received was, well, I know this girl and she's taken the first serum shot. Now, it depends on how you play your games, right? But in this uh, game, there's different types of characters you can play. You can play what in Gamma World is known as a pure strain human, someone who's had no genetic modifications. Or you can play different levels of mutants. There's serum one mutants, which are really pure strain humans because they took a fake serum. The serum 2 mutants, which are the ones that took a serum that has some genetic modifications. And the serum 3 mutants, which have got severe genetic modifications. Now, unlike Gamma World, most of the mutations that the muties get are negative. Um, there are some funny ones that are put in there which are possibly positive. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to give you too many spoilers, but this is written uh, to be quite funny. And um, the people that have bought it and read it, I think um, there's a couple of, of, um, of reviews already gone up. 
I don't know if they're in the States or what, because when I looked for them, I didn't see it. But I know that the people, they sent me a link saying, hey, my, my review's up. I really enjoyed it. It was funny. So the thing is, when you're playing this game, if you're into, you know, if you're a pure strain human and you get together with uh, a mutant, well, that, that comprises all sorts of uh, problems that you might encounter. Like, can you have kids? Will the kids be mutants? Will they have mutations? And keep in mind that in this game, the zombie apocalypse, you know, they uh, most of the mutations are negative. Some of them really negative, and some of them um, people that want to play characters with uh, serum three, maybe some uh, genetic boosters and after genetic boosters, they might not last more than one or two years, three, four, five. Who knows? They have to roll a dice every every few months to see if they make it. Perhaps the uh, genetic injections are mandatory to keep them alive. Perhaps they have all sorts of other side effects that could be randomly, occasionally positive, but in the vast majority of cases negative. They usually shorten your lifespan. The mutants don't have as high a lifespan. They don't have as high a constitution. They don't have as high a physical strength and so on as pure strain humans. That's what the game is like. So if you're a pure strain human, uh, this is how I would play my character. And I take this advice for women in dating in the zombie apocalypse, as you wish. I would rather date a completely uh, slutty, random, been around the block on the cock carousel a couple of times, um, drunk, <laughs> than... A mutant that's just taken the first genetic mutation serum. That's me. Because um, I think I've got enough of a skill set in that department, my character, that I would be able to direct the uh, slutty wastrel, shall we say, into a more, uh, a more manageable um, route, even though I doubt that she'd ever become a truly, uh, you know, devout, super observant Catholic, but enough that I think she could probably just end up in purgatory and eventually heaven. And more importantly, I could have kids with that are going to be pure strain humans. Now, pure strain humans in the game, of course, are a minority, just like in, you know, in the Gamma World game. And I, I, do, I do give credit to, you know, other role-playing games I borrowed from. Uh, I do mention that um, you know I've had a lot of role-playing games, so a lot of experience in many, many games, and I'm sure I've borrowed here and there without, you know, infringing any copyright or anything. That, that the game system is mine, that the way that it works is my own. But uh, there certainly have been influences, shall we say, like any any writer. So my advice to you is like the meme. Keep in mind that when you're dating now. You're not just having fun. You're picking a potential partner to survive the zombie apocalypse. That's what you should be looking for. And as a pure strain human, if you're coming from a pure strain human point of view, this means certain things. Ideally, you want to mate and reproduce with another pure strain human. So that would be, um, in my mind, certainly that would be condition number one. And regardless of your age, remember that in order to survive the zombie apocalypse, the most important 
thing that you need to have, and this is mentioned in here, in this book, it discusses this, the most important thing is your mind. High mind, high mind points, a lot of mind points, like health points, most important. So no matter how dire, desperate the situation looks, or um, how few, you know, pure strain humans you think there are in the world, there are enough, there is one out there for you, you just got to keep looking. Uh, just like in the zombie apocalypse, lots of zombies, few humans, the human that you might find that would be a good fit might not have the perfect body, might not have the perfect looks that you ideally want when you were paging through the torn, half-burnt pages of uh, some glossy magazine like a Cosmopolitan um, that has been left over on a shelf to rot for a few years now. So, would they make a good partner in the zombie apocalypse? What does this mean? It means that if you suddenly get overrun by raiders, zombies, other armed pure strain humans that want to force you to become their mutant slave, and you respond with high capacity firepower, leaving a lot of dead bodies and breaking every so-called law that might still exist in your area of the zombie apocalypse, uh, she's not going to get too phased. You know, she'll help you reload, help you clean off your clothes, and uh, get rid of the bodies. You know, that's, that's the kind of um, partner you want in this kind of game. That's what you should be looking for. Uh, <laughs> LS16 says, Hail Kurgan, and he makes a very good point. He says, a bottle of wine that's been opened is at least, at least still a bottle of wine. And not engine oil. <laughs> Very good. So, yeah. <coughs> if you're looking for the virgin pure strain human, and assuming you're not a pedophile, um, you know, your chances are going to be rare. Secondly, apart from looking for pure strain humans that haven't been serum jabbed, the next thing you want to look for is their, you know, their ideology should hopefully be similar to your own. In other words, they should be um, also wanting to mate and reproduce and be with other pure strain humans. And uh, that's pretty much that. The rest is pretty basic. You know, be direct. Um, I think Vox did a um, blog post recently. He must be... It makes sense, you know, that younger guys would ask these questions of people that maybe they listen to that they think, oh, this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing or, you know, he's got some decent stuff. Um, and it's not about being a pickup artist. It's, it's a particularly strange times that we're living in. So maybe younger guys are sort of like, what the hell do I do now? You know, it was hard enough before when I wasn't sure what to do. Now we're in the zombie apocalypse. How do I get a partner? How do I find a, a good woman? How do I, you know, have a family? Yeah, it's definitely different from any other time in terms of the zeitgeist of the zombie apocalypse. Um, it's a different game that you're playing here to the, you know, run-of-the-mill non-player character, just going along, living your life, nine-to-five job and so on. But uh, the situation is still the same, you know. It's just that now everything is exposed. If you're a pure strain human looking for other pure strain humans, then 
all that's happened now is that the ones that were not suitable for you have all decided to become mutants. They've chosen to be mutant characters. So it's now out in the open. You can see it. You don't have to the same chance of making the mistakes of thinking, oh, she's great, she's going to be good. And it turns out that deep down, she's a potential mutant instead of a potential pure strain human. That's a positive. It's not a negative. So change your way of thinking. Remember, paradoxical thinking, Catholic thinking is very important. So, you know, be grateful that you don't have to waste time with somebody who is mentally a mutant. Because now they're physically a mutant. So that they're glowing. You know, you can see them. Um, and then you work with what's left. Um, and again, you know, like some very devout people are like, well, I want to meet my wife in a proper Seder church. Maybe, but in my experience, a lot of women that are in Seder churches are already married and already have a bunch of kids. Um, there might be a few single women there, but I don't think there's going to be many. Um, so, you know, and there's some of you thinking, what, do you mean I should just like hit Tinder and swipe right and with the ones I like? Why not? But in... In my opinion, the first thing you should be looking for, and on your profile, put pure strain human. You know, if that's the game you're going to play, they're pure strain human looking for another pure strain human. Mutants need not apply. You know, put a little biohazard symbol down here. You can put one of these in your uh, in your profile. You know, with a with a like a bar through it. No, none of this. <laughs> so, by the way, it is full color on the inside. Yes, I'm, I keep pumping it. It's a full color. That's why it's a little bit expensive. It's got like um, rules, pictures, a couple of photographs. Uh, some of you that maybe know me a bit will, will laugh because there's some Easter eggs, should we say, in here. Um, and uh, that is basically it. Now, what if you are not a pure strain human? Maybe you got captured, you got injected against your will, you didn't know what you were doing, you thought it was just a flu shot, you're now playing a mutant character. Mutant level 1, 1 serum shot, mutant level 2, 2 serum shots, mutant level 3 or more, you know, full mutant. Um, <laughs> excellent. So, what do you do if you're already like a mutant? Again, my advice to you would be like, try and find, you know, from a mutant's perspective, to be with a pure strain human is a win, okay? But from the pure strain human's perspective, being with a mutant is not a win. Um, and, you know, there's going to be all sorts of complications in the game, of course. A bunch of NPCs will be very unfriendly towards you. Other pure strain humans might shun you. Other mutants might shun you because... You know, you're basically like a mixed couple of pure blood, pure strain human and mutant. And your kids might be weird or different. So that's that's how it goes. You know, it's, it's difficult. Um, but it is what it is. So if you're a, if you're a mutant, if I was a mutant for whatever reason, um, if I was playing a mutant character, I'd be looking for a pure strain human. Now, if I was a mutant character of level one and look for a pure strain human, I'd try and figure out, you know, which mutation shot have I been given? Because some mutation shots are fakes. So I would check 
whether I have the mutant antibodies or not. I would actually do tests on that. Um, so, uh, Tides of Truth, sorry, man, I don't know why you didn't get a notification. Uh, join the Telegram channel, or um, if you're on Social Galactic, I usually post on there. Or if you're subscribed to the YouTube thing, it should send you one, but I know they're shadow banning me or whatever, I don't know. So, best thing is join the Telegram channel. I'm on Gab as well, but I didn't announce it on Gab, I forgot. So, one of you that's on Gab can do that right now if you like. Just let people know we're here. So yeah, if you're a if you if you're a level one mutant, find out if you really are a level one mutant. You might not be. Um, a lot of armed forces type people have uh, got pretend mutations. You know, they were told there'd be mutants, but they're not. You know, um, if you guys find this confusing, and if you're not sure if I'm talking about the game or real life, get this book. It will explain everything. It's not that big. It's very quick. It's got a divided into two parts so let me just find the first part that describes the situation describes how to play the game like in terms of characters you know and, and what the situation is there you go that's divided into part one that's the setting this this, this up the stuff up and part two is actually the rules of the game which um, you know I've got tables and you know what how to do weapons and stuff like that so um, the point is, if you're a level 1 mutant, find out if you actually are a mutant or if you're still a pure strain. If you actually are a level 1 mutant and you can't get with a pure strain human, well then try and find another uh, level 1 mutant. If you're level 2, same thing. You want to try and find a pure strain human or level 1. And if you can't, find a level 2. If you're a level 3 full-blown mutant, my advice to you is just find another full-blown pure strain mutant because if you don't you know if you're gonna try for a level two or a level one or even a pure strain human you, it's just gonna be a hard take um, if you're the type of person that wants to play a full-blown mutant or has chosen to play a full-blown mutant with all the mutations and complications and uh, monthly or weekly or yearly roles that you have to do to see what happens with your mutations you're just gonna have a very hard time um, living with somebody who's a pure strain human. And similarly, the pure strain human, it's not fair on them to have to like put up with whatever weird mutations come out from time to time. Um, so I would suggest you just realize your, your situation and um, muties stick with muties, you know? And the old Gamma World thing, there was a lot of little diagrams and art of like, no mutants allowed, and you know, only mutants here. And then there's like all these misshapen little mutants stumbling along, like, and there's a pure strain human in full body armor, like, keep them back, sort of thing. And yeah, I'm afraid, you know, it is that sort of thing. But keep in mind that in this game, um, we've got a, a level of realism that isn't often found in role playing games. Because, um, you know, of course, it's completely fictional and any, any person or character whose name might be coincidentally the same as the names of the, um, some of the elite that run the world um, are, of course, all used completely fictionally. No bearing or any relationship to the real world because, you know, that would just be crazy, of course. Lots of conspiracy theories on it. Um, 
you know, so you might want to just take it as um, it's not just a game. It's very educational because you'll learn a lot of things by playing with friends. I cannot emphasize this enough. It's just a little book and you can look at it as a role-playing game, just a stupid little book of some guy who's trying to pump his book. That's not what this is. I am trying to get millennials and Generation Z to play pen and paper role-playing games because believe me, the life lessons that you will learn by doing that at every level are things that are going to be very, very useful for the coming days, years and months of your life in the real world. You have to develop a certain level of interpersonal skills and by playing these games you will be putting each other through fictional, dystopic, of course no bearing on reality type scenarios that uh, will make you think and uh, realize that you have an imagination that is there for a purpose and that you can use that imagination uh, there's something shining right in my elbow you can use that imagination to improve your life to improve your friendships to improve the the entire situation that you're in currently so um, I think we'll open the floor to some questions I don't want to do a long one because I the reason I've been absent by the way is not because any guy called my cloud took my head nope uh, I have been extremely overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. Um, I've given you the very basics of, you know, women and uh, dating in the zombie apocalypse. As you can tell, my farmer fashion chic, you know, shirts that have been worked in the field for a good 20 or 30 years, where they starting to fray here, they got holes at the back, and the, zip is broken off and I'm not even sure if I've got this the right way around. Yes, I do. So the, the zip's been broken off. The other t-shirt is just as bad, you know. All of that stuff. Um, especially if you're a younger guy. Don't know if you can pull this off, you know. This is this is for advanced, advanced role players. You want to dress like this and pick up hot chicks. Uh, you got to know what you're doing. <laughs> it's, not, it's not for everybody. So, you know. All the other things still apply, you know, have, be an interesting guy, you know, be, be fit, be healthy, all that. Um, but yeah, if you, if any of you guys have got any questions or comments or whatever, I'll quickly scan the, uh, the chat just to see if anybody is actually, um, A&E says the logic difference between sexes is a fact. Well, yes, <laughs> Caleb has said no one is focused on the guy on the cover. Hello, Rakir. A and E says, I feel so blessed and grateful that after relentlessly dating and mismatched girlfriends for 20 years, I finally found the girl of my dreams a year ago, and I'm now engaged one year from meeting her. Excellent. Um, I've had a similar path, so, you know, I guess you're an older guy, you're in your 40s, maybe later. Um, you know, while I've addressed this to mostly younger guys, to the older guys, you know, because ultimately this is about not dying alone and, and having a life worth living in a zombie apocalypse so even if you're older you know like i'm 52 i've got four kids uh two of them are you know under the age of three <laughs> so <laughs> um you're a guy 
you can still make kids you know find yourself a, a nice good younger woman and you know one of my uncles had a kid at age 65 so you know it just depends how um how much energy you got in you and you know i'll rest when i'm dead that's always been my philosophy so but if you're older life's not over you know i've, I've read on i can't remember wherever you know some social platform i whether it's telegram chat whether it's social galactic or gab i can't, I can't remember maybe facebook i don't know i don't i haven't been in facebook at all for a long time but you know some guys say oh well that's for you guys you know i i screwed up i'm now 42 and you know i i i'll i won't have a wife the fuck is wrong with you 42 is when you know i ain't that i was still in the second wife then <laughs> it's like i'm on the third one and last one uh so you know don't 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 push you out game's not done till you're done you know uh backstabber and chad both congratulate any &E, and any &E says i didn't stop believing or having faith i kept praying never give up boys that's right that's right never give up um tides of truth says you're still a pure blood and he will review thank you very much he found something funny i don't know backstabber says that's some good live action role-playing hybrid farmer warlord overpowered <laughs> <laughs> there yeah i know i know you it's not for everybody this kind of chic <laughs> look i'll just you know I, I don't think there's any women in the chat which is good because you know their their hormones will, will just go overboard if i there you go hey hey <laughs> so, so yeah you know don't do what i do in terms of fashion that's uh, like i said it's for advanced players you you got to be like a level 10 paladin monk ranger, you know, before you can do that shit. Oh, and he says he's only 34. He started dating at 14. Well, um, then what are you waiting for? Get married and make some kids. Don't wait, dude. Make kids. And Tides of Truth says one of the advantage of being a man, hey? Yep, it is. You know, women get to choose the man until they hit the wall and then they leftovers basically tides of truth why do so many men our age seem to want to retire drink beer and watch tv boring because most human beings are idiots and most human beings are boring fat fucks you know i was in this like facebook community of the so-called red ink and then they nuked the group a while back but the reality is you know they're a good bunch of guys they're basically good people and there's some decent guys in there that you know so few of them are you know people I, I really quite care about and respect but by and large most of them are just lazy beer bellied fucking do nothing you know I'm sure they have jobs and stuff they do stuff but they're just like eh you know just sit in front of the TV drink their beer and when they get together uh, many of them are just like yeah they don't really help out they just bring the food sit around talk shit which you know if you're gonna get into a gathering with like if it's just guys it's one thing but if you're there with your family and stuff you know i don't know uh, those kind of gatherings for me are like do something you know th there should be a purpose you should be doing something you should be even if you're having fun meeting new people that's great but you know if you're with a bunch of friends like we don't just fucking sit around and do nothing you know we like 
I mean, we, we had some people over that we, we didn't really know um, a couple of weeks ago. And it was the first time they came over. And, you know, they, they've got one kid. We got, like, four. But it was, was fun. We spent the whole afternoon, you know, like, talking with them, making more food, making coffee, just talking rubbish, going to look outside. But you're doing stuff. You know, you're actually actively together. And it's not just like, oh, the men just sit here, watch TV, and throwing a, a, you know, hand egg, football, whatever. And then the women are like all bitching in the kitchen. That's not, I don't, I've never been one to, to enjoy that sort of stuff. AE says, I'm going to start repopulating my race, hoping for seven boys, three girls, warriors and farmhands, if God is willing. Good man. Get yourself properly said and baptized if you're not already, you know. Because remember, the religion, and the, the, all the stuff is covered in here. There's the priest class too, for those who want to play that. Uh, they've got, you know, special powers because they're the only ones that can do the sacraments, certain sacraments anyways. Um, we've got some some uh, black and white art and we've got some uh, some colored art. You might, you know, there's, there's, um, there's another little black and white thing. You've got some mutation um, things. You've got martial arts. You've got... You know, it's a very, um, the reason this role-playing game is called Quarg, it's quick omni role-playing game. Oh, and by the way, it's not a one-off. I've got uh, the next four modules, which are going to be much cheaper because they're going to be not full color. They're going to be black and white. I just have a, a cool cover and black and white. But the next four modules, I've already got the, the, um, the plot lines and everything done. Um, so it's just a matter of putting them together and writing And I'm going to make them as cheap as possible and just farm them out there because, again, educational material to help you learn how to date, live, and survive in the current zombie apocalypse. You know, the dystopic fictional realm which we are all uh, talking about right now here. Uh, while I'm talking, keep firing any questions and anything you got on because I, um, I don't want to keep it too long, maybe another 15-20 minutes. So if you've got anything to ask or say or whatever, just bang it in there. Use the chat. The chat's there for you guys, you know. And and I always read the chat, remember. So Backstabber says, yeah, I feel sometimes down with the people I'm surrounded by. Makes me feel like living in a swamp or in the sewers, the best I can do. Well, the sewers is where the Morlocks live. And in the X-Men, the sewers is where the mutants hide, you know. So I wouldn't do that. Think the opposite. Become a warlord. I'll, I'll give you a little rundown of what's in the book because it's it's good information. Um, gotta be strong mentally for sure. Yep. And Michael P says, Hail Kurgan. Hello, Michael. Um, so let me just give you a little breakdown of the chapters in here so that might help. So part one, it's got an author's introduction to this work of fiction that explains how this work of fiction can still be educational, you know, in your social interactions and so on. There's a prologue, and then there's a light at the beginning of the tunnel. Because I've been um, overdosing on, like, the what, Fear, The Walking Dead. It's like season six or seven I'm on. It's absolutely shitty, shitty programming um, that... You know, it's so bad that it, it's actually, I think, maybe they were trying to prove that the surest way to get everybody killed is to have strong, independent women as leaders, gay black guys, and, I don't know, some other weirdos. 
Um, because, of course, in a real zombie apocalypse, none of the things that go on, they would gone, and anyone that behaves like that deserves to get eaten by the slow zombies. Absolutely deserves it. So, this is a slightly different kind of role-playing game. Yes, it's a dark setting. Yes, it's a zombie apocalypse. But it's not quite the zombie apocalypse you think it is. And the first thing I tell you in the book is, well, what are the upsides? What are the good things about being in a zombie apocalypse? Then you've got the monster manual of the apocalypse, which is divided into um, five parts. Part A, the different types of zombies. Part B, the secular dangers and degeneracy. Part C, evil overlords. Part D, grifters and conmen. These are all the dangers and the monsters you will encounter in this game. And, of course, part E, Satan. Then you've got chapter 5, your player character class. So, these are the different player character class. You can be a pure blood or pure strain human. You can be a serum 2 mutant or a serum 3 mutant. Now, each one of these character classes has got some subclasses. So, if you're a pure blood or pure strain human, you could be a uh, this is one class, is warlords, farmers, and wasteland heroes. You know, either you're a warlord, a farmer that has got some standing, some land, some ability to protect or to produce food, or you're just a lone ranger out there in the wasteland type thing. That's one character class um, that falls under the pure strain humans. Another um, character class that falls under the pure bloods is the serum one politicians and enforcers. So these are politicians and enforcers that have pretended to be mutants, but in reality are pure strain humans. They're generally evil. Um, some of them may be, um, you know, sort of incidental, sort of serum one. You know, there's, you're just like some cop or some soldier that didn't know that the serum that they gave you is just like saline. So you're a pure strain human, sometimes without even knowing. So that, that could be a, a game that you could, you know, the whole adventure and that scenario might be you finding out that you're not really a mutant, you know. Uh, the third type of pure strain human is destitute strays. These are people that are still pure strain humans, but because they've chosen that, you know, they, they may have no job, they might be homeless, they might have starving kids, that sort of thing. And then, of course, uh, the fourth one is just priests and bishops, because, of course, in this game, um, we talk about the um, the fact that the, the 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 way to survive this is uh, just coincidentally because I'm the author. You the only real Christians are of course Sedevacantis uh, Catholics because the world has gone to hell. We're now in end times, and the only remnant of the church is of course the Sedevacantis Catholics. That is the game. That's how the game is. That's it. Now, serum two oh, serum two mutants. So these are people that have actually taken this uh, mutation serum. You've got lucky ones that have got a serum that whatever is not really affecting them very much, and they're okay. Part uh, the second type are mild mutants, which are um, mutants that have taken the mutant shots but are not, you know. It's not a big deal. They're, they don't have, you know, really severe, bad, negative mutations. They have some, but not... At first appearance, anyway, it looks like they're fine. 
And uh, the third type, the repainting. Now, the repainting are a very interesting class because they might be mutants, but they um, essentially they're on the side of the pure strain humans, even though they are themselves mutants. Um, there may also be some advanced technology they might find that might reverse their mutations and bring them back to almost pure strain human status, but that is very advanced gaming, probably not possible, um, certainly not possible in the first stages of the game. And then you've got the third type of character, which is the Serum 3 mutants. These are full-blown mutants, um, and they're divided into the undead, the mutated and mutating slaves, the new mutants, and the repentant survivors. Um, each one has got its own little quirks. Then chapter 6 is survival strategies, and these go in sort of um, ascending order, if you like. So the lone wolf or nomad, which is not a very good strategy. The farmer or family man, which is a better strategy. And the warlord, which is divided into two different strategies, which are baron and knights, and princes and kings. The difference between barons and knights and princes and kings is essentially one of wealth. The amount of land, the amount of manpower, the amount of servants you have, that sort of thing. And by servants, depending on how you play the game, because you can play the game in an advanced setting where everything has already gone to hell, or you could play the game in a situation that is very similar to our own today, coincidentally. Um, where you don't actually have physical right on zombies walking around, but I'll read you a little passage that will make you understand. Uh, chapter 7 is the key to winning the game, which is mental and spiritual fortitude. You need to have that. And of course, it's a role-playing game, so it could be endless. You know, what does winning really mean? Food and water, energy and protection, and community. So, again, all of these things, you know, are realistically written up. And then you've got the epilogue. Then you've got part two, which is the game, which has got the basic rules and acronyms, player character creations, talents, sea abilities, skills and mutations, mechanics of action resolution, combat and healing, weapons and damage, a word on economics of the apocalypse, final points, and a sample character sheet. Then there's a very brief references and biography. But um, let me read you a little excerpt from... The Monster Manual of the Apocalypse. Type of Zombies. Generic Cretin. Mostly, these have taken the genome-altering serum and are still wandering around. Not that yet, not mutated into rabbit brain-eating types. A few, for whatever reason, may not have taken the serum, mostly due to circumstances, so they're technically pure strain humans. Some actual medical reason deemed sufficient to make them not take it by the evil overlords, or what have you. But they're not against taking the serum. They believe the propaganda, and although technically the ones that have not taken the serum are pure strain humans, also known as purebloods, they're not, in fact, functioning brain version of pure strain humans. To all intents and purposes, they're like the serum-positive genetic cretin zombies, and they hold no specific ideology or original thought. The danger of the genetic cretin zombie, regardless of type, serum-positive or negative, comes mostly from being potentially activated by stress, worsening circumstances, peer pressure, fear, and other unpredictable factors that do not have to make any logical sense. While you might happily work alongside a generic cretin for months without incident, all while the zombie is fully aware of your non-serum-taking pure blood status, 
he might suddenly get activated one day and demand your firing, social distancing, wearing of a hazmat suit, or request your death by firing squad, internment in a camp, etc. The switch can be quite sudden and extremely aggressive. Surprise factor is the weakness they rely on to get to you. The prevailing theory is that there is a limit of propaganda, microwave tower effects, slow creep of EMF radiation designed to activate them, GMO foodstuff designed to do the same, contact with serum shedders, and other factors so that from time to time, when the limit threshold is reached for any one or more of these fields, the generic cretin activates and becomes a rabbit idiot zombie. And then there's the description of the rabbit idiot zombie. So I won't spoil it much more for you, just a little snippet that I thought would give you a flavor of um, the game. And like I said, um, this is not just um, a game for, uh, uh, you know, it's a game that I strongly suggest you buy and play. Play it. Don't just read the book, play it with your friends. You will gain from this experience something that um, I can't, it cannot be described. If you haven't done it, if you've never played role-playing paper, pen and paper games, you can't really know how much of a positive it is to do so. So, um, right, let me catch up with the chat and then I'll, I'll call it an evening. So if you've got a question, sneak them in right now because I'll, I'll be done soon. So, um, Rakir says, I love the Franciscan cross in the niche on the cover of the book. Yes, um, that cross, there you go, that's what Rakir is talking about. I don't know if you can see it very well. There you go. It's, it's actually um, something that was uh, given to me by a good friend and um, or his family. You might recognize, I, I know that that's what you guys want to see, this handsome fellow right there. Um, we won't, I mean, that is what you'll be focusing on, I'm pretty sure, if you're looking at this cover. Anyway, so, yeah, and uh, great contrast. You'll also, I don't know if you can pick it up, but they, uh, there's another cross there that you can, you, you, it's, it's difficult on the camera, but you'll, you should see it on the cover. Anyway, um, uh, Tides of Truth says, I sort of missed you, Kurgan. I forgot how much fun you are. And yeah, The Walking Dead got terrible. I give up. Oh, I give up too. I'm now just watching this as background noise. Um, and of course, each individual uh, program of The Walking Dead is absolute shit. But if you're looking at it from a very high up bird's eye view, there is, there is an interesting concept, which is how stupid and how useless all the people in the thing, are, you know, the only guys I kind of liked a little bit was um, the John Dory guy, which they killed off. It's not a spoiler, everybody, they kill off. And the other guy I like is Daniel, you know, the Mexican Salvadoran ex-fucking junta torturer guy. Uh, and they kind of demasculate, you know, they kill one off, they emasculate them, whatever. It's all about strong, independent women. They In the latest one I watched, they even have a, a sort of a satanic version of um, the birth of Jesus, you know, and it's um, a black guy who's helping this Indian woman give birth to a kid that's not his, 
and the kid is born dead. <laughs> you know, the baby's born dead. And it's like, and it's in a stable, you know. <clears throat> so if you're looking at it from a high up point of view, you can see all the satanic influences and the generic shittiness and uselessness of all the characters in the whole series. And this is a very good approximation of reality because we're surrounded by morons. So in that respect, it, it's pretty ratified, but you can get something from it, you know. Um, and look, guys, you know, I, ha I know I haven't been around, but it's important that we sort of keep in touch, follow, you know, it's, it's again, support what you what you love and, you know, don't what, what hates you sort of thing. I do these things on Amazon. So if you look for this on Amazon, that's where you find it. I know Amazon is the devil, but I'll use the devil to like fucking push stuff that I want to do that that's you know healthier and like i said i do have already the next four modules in line which i hope will be very much more educational um and they're not just four separate you can play them as separate modules but each module sort of leads into one or two or more of the others so the same group of characters can go through various ones of the modules or you can play different characters there will be pre-generated characters in in the modules just so for those people who just want to pick up and start without you know having to um, create a character creating a character in this is like takes five minutes it's very very simple very easy so um ae says i was roman catholic baptized shortly after birth and have looked up the rare said the churches in canada so we can get rebaptized and married unfortunately they're rare here and quite far from me well, one of the one of the guys I was talking to you about at the beginning of this um, of the stream, uh, he went to another whole country to get baptized. So, yeah, good. I see your next comment is "I'll get it done." That's right. No excuses. Michael Pecker says, "Ae, when in Canada, where in Canada? As far as I'm aware, we don't have any in Alberta, but there are a couple down east." Chad B says, "Same. Closest is three hours away." Three hours is nothing. There's a Mexican family near me who makes the trip every Sunday. So I suppose I have no excuse. That's right, you don't. Um, I have even less of an excuse because I've got setters within an hour of me. So I hope not to waste the great Lent this year. That's right. I am, I am doing something for Lent this year. I haven't quite made up my mind exactly yet which of the things, but I'm doing one. And he says, Southern Ontario, east of Toronto, closest one, I believe, is four hours away. There is a four, there is four in Ontario, if I remember correct. A&E, that's a four-hour trip, you know, take a day out. Take, go there the Saturday, you know, get in bed and breakfast or sleep in your car and, and go to Mass on Sunday and get baptized, you know, speak to a priest. Caleb says, I wonder how hard it would be to convince my normie protty friends to play this. Um, maybe you can tone down the Catholicism in it. If you're going to be the zombie master, you know, be the referee and play it out. Um, you, you just got to try, you know, that that's, but trust me, even if it's a bad experience, it'll at least make a good story. So, P1 says, game sounds cool, distinguishing between mutants and zombies. There you go. Oh, it's, it's a very cool game. I, I believe you'll like it. Uh, Andrea Deleon says VYNFYI. I don't know what that means. 
Michael says, where can characters in this game find pure strain humans to breed and befriend, as most humans tend to be mutants? Exactly. You gotta hunt, dude. That was the opening. That wasn't the opening of this uh, live stream. Could just, you know view it later and go to the beginning. And I tell you, if you gotta swipe right on Tinder a bunch of times, do it and and put this as your uh, as your uh, you know put this with a with a line across it. You know, no biohazard chicks. <laughs> That's you. You gotta think laterally. You gotta you gotta you know. Like I said, it's it's a bonus that now all the unsuitable people have declared themselves openly. So nothing's changed. You know, finding the right person is uh, it's a complicated thing, no matter what. Now it's easier because you know the ones that, you know, if you don't want to be with a mutant, that makes it easy in the game, you know, to not be with a mutant. Um... Does anyone remember that website that lists the city churches? I can't seem to find it. It's luxvera.org. Um, if you go on my, my blog, gfilotto.com, and you do a search for city churches, there's a search function in there. Type in that You should find a link to it somewhere. It's luxvera.org. There used to be a website called canon188.com that had, a, that had a list there as well, the, the link to the list, but I don't know if that's still up or not. P1 says, yeah, I never played pen and paper. Please do. That's the whole point. I'm... Look, yes, it's a book. Oh, yeah, it's expensive. It's 28 bucks. I'm telling you, I make like five bucks on this, right? Maybe. Because it's not true what Amazon says. Yeah, they give you 60% after printing costs, after VAT, after shipping charges. So, you know, you get 10 to to 20% depending on certain regions, whatever. So it's about five bucks that I get per book. I'm, I'm not gonna break the bank with this. You know, I'm not gonna feed my family with this. There's a reason I wrote it. Um, please try it. Please try playing paper, pen and paper games. It's, it's good. These pre-apocalyptic times make me change my life plans on a daily basis. Sometimes I feel like I should just give in and just devote my life to hedonism. Just fun. Slim Shady, buy the book. You're one of the guys that needs it. Michael P. Also in my map there are no set of churches. Well, what maps and where? Pew and Bear says, TVCL made a good vid about life of devotion by St. Francis de Sales. Yeah, TVCL has made some really good videos lately and um, had a chat with him about a video I hope he puts out soon, which is very good. I, I you know, we had a pretty decent conversation and I think, um, I hope he puts it up soon. A.E. de Alberta, Matt, though here you have a higher than Canadian average to roll a pure strain human. <laughs> there you go. Higher than Canadian average to roll a pure strain human. Look, pure strain humans exist. And they're not, they don't advertise themselves because they know they're a minority. Give it a few years and that may change. But, um, you know, you, you, you got to go on the ground. You got to look, you got to hunt. You got to expose yourself so that the other ones can recognize you, you know. A says, I just realized I looked up Latin mass originally, not said it. If anyone has a said it locator, I can't seem to locate one. I want to get it done right away now. Uh, let's see if we can help you, you slightly lazy boy, who can't be bothered to like do his own search engine stuff. Hey, eh? let's just see what we got here. And 
AE, if this pops something up, Sede Vacantist Churches around the world. That's what I've typed in. If this pops it up, you need to buy a cat of nine tails and beat the crap out of yourself. Uh, there's a bunch of crappy stuff. Okay. Let's just see. Lux Vera. Let's see if that brings anything up. School. Ah, here we go. USA Director. Now that's sort of a county schools. USA Director. Here we go. That's it. You lazy, lazy boy. Smack yourself in the head. This is the link for the USA that I've just put in the chat there. Copy it now, shove it somewhere. And this is the link for the rest of the world. If you're an American, you've got no excuse. You've got plenty in the whole country. Michael P says, are first serum mutants pure strained or is it the role of the die? Most of them will be mutants. Some few lucky ones will have got um, a fake serum injection. So you need to, uh, they need to find out. The whole adventure could be them going for some blood tests to find out whether they have the so-called antibodies or, you know, um, mRNA, you know, shedders, whatever, you know, genetic mutation particles that, that make them mutants or not. Is a die required to play? Yes, but only two six-sided dice, so which you can cannibalize from Monopoly or whatever. Um, the rules are very, very simple um, and very, very realistic. They're, they're gritty. In other words, it's not difficult to get yourself killed in this game, especially if you do stupid shit like, you know, start to gun down. But um, it's very realistic, but very quick. So it's especially, you know, at, f at first everybody that starts out is like, oh, how does this work? Oh, I have to add one for the range or whatever. There's basically, let me just find it. Here you go. I don't know if you can see this. Um, let me just get back to the, the big screen so I can see what I'm showing you. So there, see, see that? So you've got two six-sided dice. You add your skill level and plus or minus various modifiers. And if you can see there, the, the number in red, so for example, if you roll a two or a three, that's an automatic. So the, the zombie master will choose the difficulty level. Let's say you have to do an average task. That can range from six to eight. So the zombie master will know, okay, is this an easy average? Then he only needs a six. If this is an average average, he needs a seven. Is this a difficult average? He needs an eight. He might not tell you that. He might just say, roll the dice and whatever, or he might tell you, generally he should more or less tell you, okay, it's a difficult task, make a roll, but he might not tell you what the number is. Um, he can, it's okay for him to tell you, okay, it's an easy average, so you have to roll a six or higher, and that's how you you play, you know, that that's basically it, that's the task resolution roll. Then in the weapons table, you've got different um, weapon damages, and you've got um, different modifiers for things like range, or if you're taking your time to aim, if you've got a telescope, that sort of stuff. Um, 
and you know some some skills and some stuff you will have to make up so it gives you a generic explanation and in the modules there'll be additional skills there'll be maybe even additional classes of characters you can play um, additional rules and so on so um, it's it's an evolving game this is the basic book you know you need this to be able to play the game because in the in the modules I'm not gonna you know have all the rules it'll just be expected that you have this book in order to play the game so AE says thanks Kurgan I got it there are four in Ontario I'm on it let's hope they're open they threw pastors in prison here yeah um, said the priests are uh, extremely hardcore so they may be a little bit skittish at first they may be a little bit paranoid they might be a bit rough with you insist just turn up just go there anyway figure it out okay ls16 goes also saint gertrude the great and cmri websites both have mass location pages there you go ae oh my god the first one listed you know, Mont Ontario has a gay flag on their picture. All right. Okay. You know, like I said, that's not my list. So you you gotta vet it, but um, check it out. You know, the, I know that one or two of those um, churches have some serious issues, some bad issues. But those are that's one list I found. Kurgan, ask your IT guy to make it a list of. To make a list of blocked words and block these harmful links and other naughty ones that these bots use that will make your life easier uh, okay i don't know which bots you're talking about oh was that the vin.fyi i don't know what you're talking about but yeah Uh, Cooper Chauvin says, is it best to play the class that best corresponds to yourself? Yes, I would suggest you do. It's an educational game after all. <laughs> um, sometimes it might be fun for you to play uh, a mutant when you don't identify as a mutant because you might have to f see things from a different perspective. That's the beauty of the game. You can put yourself in any kind of situation and your friends in any kind of situation and see what transpires. It's a lot of fun, trust me. Guys, that's it. I wanted to do half hour. I've gone an hour ten, so as usual, double what I wanted to do. I'm trying to be good because I've, I've got a lot of things on my plate. Um, let me know if you buy the book. If you enjoy it, give me a good review. Um, and if you play it, you, you know, do a write-up. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. So, you know, or send me an email and I'll, I'll put it on the blog, you know, if it's a good one. Okay, that's all. Good night. God bless you. May you find the man or woman of your dreams and may they be good zombie apocalypse partners. Last question, Rakir says, is it actually okay to send you an email to get in touch for some questions? Yes, of course it is. Might take a while to reply, might not reply right away, but you ping me an email. Go for it. Michael P says, okay, I will play a 60 strained mutant billionaire kung fu master. <laughs> I don't know that you learn so much if you do that, but go for it. Good night, guys. Thank you very much for listening and being here. And uh, thank you, Backstabber. Good night to you all, and God bless every single one of you.